bene. Thanks for tuning in to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect. I'm Mommy Imperfect, aka Rina Deepthi Annabelle, and this is a podcast where I explore womanhood in all its forms. I talk about the things that challenge us, I talk about how we embrace and overcome those challenges, and I talk to fierce and fabulous females who are game changers in their own way. So let me ask you a question first. Have you ever felt like you're stuck in a rut? Like you want to work towards certain goals, but it's just not happening. You're not seeing progress and it's getting you down. I've been there. And for anyone else who has felt like that, keep listening. Because in this episode, I'm talking to a woman who helps moms create the life of their dreams. She is a published author and also a mommy herself. And she's from my hometown, Coventry. It's mompreneur, mentor and coach, Zena Kular. Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, Zena. Thanks, Rena. Thanks for having me here. So it's great to be here. Um, are you in Coventry now? No, I'm in Stone Coldfield now, so not too far. Okay, not too okay, far. Fine, fine. Um, but yeah, because I was thinking, oh, your accent sounds more Midlands, more West Midlands, than minders. Yeah, um, I've studied and worked and now live in Birmingham, and that's now the majority of my life. So yes, I've definitely picked oh, up you the picked accent. It up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. brothers remind me all the time how brummy I sound. You do now, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell. Like for me, I can't, I can't hear it. So yeah, oh well. it is quite, it is, it is. But it's all good. It's all good. I, I studied in Birmingham as well, so yeah. I'm used to that accent. I like it. I like it. Homer. Cool. Um, not many people say that, you know. Not many people. No, say no. That. I know they. Do. I know it's like a, it's really like a divided opinion, right? On the Brummie accent. Yeah. Some people are like, oh my god. Yeah. So Level hate. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. For me, it's homely. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, what I'm used to. So, yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> so okay. So how would you describe what you do, Zena? Oh, in a nutshell, I help moms. Like you said, I help moms live their wildest dreams. And the way that I do that is by helping them to repurpose their goals. Because after you become a mom, and you'll know this as well, your goals and your life changes drastically, like Mm. flips on its head. And your purpose and your passion just become different and they evolve. And sometimes we don't know how to evolve our dreams and our ambitions with that. And that's what I help do is align the sort of personal development and the personal goals to the professional by creating their own business and anything from startups all the way through to established businesses who just want to evolve and stop treating their businesses as a hobby and actually want to make something of it. So that's how I help moms to align those things around kids. Uh, that's what I was going to say. So like you, like you said, uh, life is so different. Like when you had your kids, there's only a short amount of time that you can focus on yourself. Yeah. But I now think, what the hell was I even doing with my time? Why was I not CEO <laughs> before I had kids? Like I had all that time, right? So, but so exactly. what is it? What is it about you know helping moms in particular um, make the most of that time? And like, do you teach them to work around motherhood? Like, how how do you do that practically? Yeah. Um, first of all, I think motherhood brings on a whole host of emotions thoughts beliefs that you have about yourself that you didn't have before um a lot of insecurities um I've been there and I've been lost and I've had my career changes multiple and I've been in a position where I felt like what is my purpose I thought I was so clear on my purpose and then I had children and to be honest like 
I've always wanted children. I've always had this dream of wanting children and wanting to be there for them. And I thought that that would take me giving up a small part of my career in order to be there for them for those initial four years or whatever that would be. But when it actually came to motherhood, I was like, I can't just sit around and wait for this to just happen and things to happen. Like I was just itching to get back out there and do something. I can love my children. I love spending time with them. But at the same time, I'm just too ambitious to sit at home and not do anything more with my time. And I was like, I've got time. I just need to learn how to work effectively around the children in order to still pursue the small dreams that I have. And maybe one day they'll become bigger. So I started very, very small and very, very simply, like just small pockets of time that I had. Um, and it was a long journey because I was kind of nitpicking at, I didn't know where to find the information. I didn't know what kind of information I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think through my own journey, I've learned so much. I'm an NLP practitioner, master practitioner. Um, I have so many skills. I just didn't know how to apply them. And actually, it was really COVID, um, and the lockdown that helped me really knuckle down and niche down is working with mums because I was like, there's so many mums out there and so many more since the pandemic hit us that are just lost. And us mums have such an amazing power inside of us. We are full of so many skills. And I just feel like the world needs more of us to get out there and help so many other people. Mm. And that's where really my passion, because loads and loads of people started asking me, like, I don't know where to start, what to do. I've got ideas. I don't really know how to get going with it. And I thought, you know what, let's create this let's create this space for moms to a feel safe and secure around other moms who are in similar positions to be able to bounce ideas off each other to be able to be able to have some direction as to where to start where to go because if you create one space it's much easier then to follow rather than having to look in different places like I did and I don't regret my journey at all because it's taught me a lot but I did have to go to loads and loads and loads of different places to almost collect information and then get started that was a longer process I was like okay let's fast forward this a bit let's put it all in one place and just give it to the mums and be like here you go you know what you've got this ambition this is what you could do next and this is how to overcome all the stuff that you're going to overcome um along the way and you know I, I think it's so nice that you did that because like I feel like motherhood can it's so weird like even though you have your kids you're not actually alone in some ways it can be a little bit lonely because yeah and and it, it, you know because you're it's like you're that responsible adult right for the kids and you're yeah. fulfilling all their needs and you can't actually yeah. have a level conversation with them obviously because they're kids right <laughs> and then all the work colleagues and the friends you left behind most of them are still doing what they're doing and you do feel like mm -hmm. you're in your own little lonely world right it's not just me right? yeah no definitely not just you and I couldn't be more grateful for my friend my mom friends I've created along the way because until you're a mother you don't really understand or you don't really know what that feels like or how to go about kind of there's a lot of stuff that we normally carry around with us because we don't want to burden it on other people that don't have children that might not understand when you find other moms who are in similar positions and that's one of the reasons I wanted to create this community of moms in business because it's just so powerful bouncing off each other and helping each other through that journey because like you said it can be such a lonely place which sounds bizarre because you're constantly speaking to children speaking to children is just a completely different level mm. to speaking to adults so yeah 
And now we don't often have these extended families like you know like back in the day it was like no. everyone lived like next door to each other and stuff and you know you had your like nani and nana there and every you know there's not Absolutely. some people do but not that many people and so you might be in your own little yeah. bubble and yeah you know depending on your situation it might be like with me it's like my husband was at work until like six mm-hmm. o'clock every day and it was just me and my children and my parents were yeah like, not around the corner and it was that oh my god like and like you I I felt a bit like there's a part of my brain like that's not being used you know yeah and and I yeah. guess it's that you don't want to lose that right yeah 100 percent. um and I think a spin-off from that is actually and um, my mum unfortunately passed away in 2017 okay. and my dad is um pretty much a full-time carer for my grandma so they're not able even though they're only down the road in Coventry he's not able to come over as often as he would like to spend time with the kids he's got so much things going on my in-laws are able to come over as often. So yeah, like you said, I don't have that village of support. We noticed that, we realised that very early on into yeah. parenthood for both of us. So we knew it was just the two of us. Um, and in that journey, I was like, I can't just, I can't just be mom. It wasn't enough for me. Like I wanted to do so much more and I needed to find a way to do that with minimal support. And that's okay as well, because the support I found was through friends, through communities, through networking. And that was so powerful for me. And that is my community, my my village, if you like. Mm. Um, but yeah, similarly, similarly, I can't just like call on someone to come look after the kids when I'm down. But I still have goals and ambitions and dreams. And one thing that my mum's passing taught me was that life is too short to sit back and forget those dreams and ambitions. My mum was 49 years old when she passed away. and 49? 49, yeah. She was 49 years old when she passed away. And she, it, it just wasn't envisaged. I mean, three years before she passed away, she never in a million years would have thought that that would have been the end of her journey. And none of us would have. It was such a shock to all of us. And it just taught me that, look, life is just too short to put your life on hold. If you've got dreams and ambitions, the time is now. Just go for it. And if you feel the time is right, you've got to just pursue it in however small or large capacity you can. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so this whole thing of like having a purpose, right? Some of us, I feel we know exactly what we want to do. And we're like, that. this is it. This is what I'm going to do in life. You know, whether it's like, oh, I want to be, you know, I don't know, a doctor or a teacher. That's what I want to do. Or want to open a business of being an entrepreneur. And like one of my friends actually said to me recently, she's like, oh, you're so lucky. You know what your purpose is in life. Because I feel like this, you know, like the broadcasting, telling stories and writing scripts, like that's my purpose every day. I want to do a little bit more towards that. And she's like, oh, you're so lucky to have that. And I kind of thought that it's, I thought that that was an inbuilt thing that, we all have that but do you think that we do or do you think it takes people some time to realize it I think it's definitely within us as to what our purpose is but to actually discover that sometimes takes a little bit of help because we often as we're growing up we suppress what we truly want to fit into the box of life that we have currently and the box of life could be determined by loads of things could be determined by your job your salary could be determined by the time you have have to spend around your children and then you're limiting yourself and your dreams to just what you have at this present moment what people often forget is where they want to go and what they want to achieve and what their dream would want what they would want it to look like and that is a very different 
time, money, capacity factor to what they have right now. And I think when you start limiting yourself to what you have right now, that's where you kind of stop yourself from achieving what it is that you truly want to achieve. And you kind of forget what your purpose is. Because like yourself, Rina, I don't know about you, but with anything that's your purpose, that's your goal, you're probably constantly revisiting it because you're constantly working in the same environment. You're constantly achieving that. When you stop doing that, and sometimes you do have to go on pause. I had my little girl seven months ago and I wasn't looking at my purpose and my passion every single day like I would have been because I was in full-on mom mode and newborn stage and I had to be. And that was the stage that I was at. And it's very easy to fall into that and not come back to look at what the dreams and the goals are and forget about it almost. But they're always going to be there. And this is why I feel so passionately about mums actually achieving their goals, because you think, don't forget what it is that you truly desire, because your subconscious mind will always be looking for that. It will never be satisfied until you achieve what you truly want to achieve from the inside. So I think sometimes some people just need that little bit of coaching and mentoring to realise what's already inside and what, what what actually lights them up, what passion and desires they already have inside. I, I do think it's important to say, though, here that we're talking about passions and discovering a purpose and stuff. But then I think some people, I think some women, it is just, I, I want to be a mum and I want to raise my family and I want to, you know, I, I just want to get the motherhood on lockdown. That's what I want to do. And I think that that's, oh, I think that that's fine as well. I don't think, yeah, it, it's not everyone that's like, right, I'm going to be a mom and start a business as well. Some people are like, no, I, I want to do this. I want to just yeah. cook the meals for my kids. I want to enjoy with them. And that's what I want to do. And, and be here oh, for 100%. the enjoyment of it all. Oh, absolutely. And there's some moms out there that can't wait to get back to work because they've got amazing careers and they have true passion for that. And mm. that's okay too. Like whatever it is that your, that your journey is, there's no right or wrong. It's just about knowing and realizing what that passion or purpose is and being able to kind of evolve that as to help you grow as a person as well. And do you know what? There's some amazing moms that I know that just want to be moms and they are incredible at what they do. And that is their purpose in life. And they have amazing children and they are able to do what they want to do. And that, again, like you said, is absolutely fine. I I feel sometimes I feel like that I feel that I have some days where I'm like oh it's it's quite tiring like you know like all of this we have to fit it in everything that we're saying like you know working towards your goal um and kind of just breaking it all down what I have to do every day fitting it all in sometimes it can be really exhausting can't it so some days I'm just like I all I want to do is actually sit down with my kids and have a laugh watch some random Disney films and cook dinner and eat it that's all I want to do um I couldn't do that every day but there are some days where I'm like I just want to do mom stuff family stuff I don't even want to think about anything else I don't want to look at my diary I just want to have a simple life for a few days absolutely and you know what I I love that feeling and I love that I'm able to do that around what I do that's why I encourage them to design a business for themselves especially if they do have that desire to work and to earn money and if they're not passionate for a job and they want to really like be flexible and do it around their kids then working for yourself is a beautiful way to do it because you just get to design your own life and that's one of the main reasons I actually went into business for myself is so that I could work it around the kids and I could have those days where we just you know pack a picnic and go to the park and just spend yeah. the whole day there you know just 
do whatever we want to do whenever we want to do it um for me I've got itchy feet I can't do that 24 7 yesterday was proof of one of those days it was hot as anything and I was like I cannot wait for tomorrow to send my three-year-old off to the nursery like it's just too much you know <laughs> I was like get yourself to nursery I can't handle this um so yeah there's, there's different days all the time yeah there um, is isn't there and, yeah. and the whole like feeling guilty I, I don't think we should do that either because mom guilt is real it's a real thing <laughs> yeah gosh tell me about it and I think I um I resurfaced it all when I had a second child, actually, because you forget, don't you? I mean, mum guilt is so rife at the beginning and it never stops. Don't get me wrong, my, like my three-year-old, there's moments where I have, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have spoken to him like that. Like, why did I do that? You know? And you, you get these moments of mum guilt, but we've got to really forgive ourselves for those moments because, yes, we're human. We all have emotions and it's about how you deal with them in front of the little ones as well. You know, this whole gentle parenting thing has really like gone crazy on, on social media at the moment, but there's so much value in that as well. Um, but what's really important is being kind to yourself as well and being and honouring yourself for doing the best you possibly can because mum guilt is going to be there I always used to say to my mum stop worrying about me I'm fine and now I totally get it like you can't switch yeah. it off like once the switch is on you can't switch it off but there's nothing wrong in feeling those feelings and yeah. still just you know taking each day as it comes and, and moving forward um and I think also another thing is like you know there's this whole uh kind of expectation that we put on ourselves that everything has to be perfect and you know I've got to have these nutritionally balanced amazing meals every day and I need to like you know my house has to be really tidy and stuff and it's not always going to be like that like I'm telling you Zena, I have I'm one of those people that I like everything to be tidy and then I can relax but I've had to overcome that because otherwise I'll never relax because I'll constantly be tidying because I have three children and it's like uh they're all right with tidying, but they're children, right? So I, yeah. I, people say to me, how do you um, how do you do all this stuff when you've got three kids? And the, the way I do it is I have piles of washing everywhere. I've got literally piles of clothes. They're actually washed, but they just need to be put away. And that I just can't be bothered because I'm like, yeah. I'm just, I can't do it. I'm just too tired. I know. So, five, in our household, it's five to seven working days with washing to actually be put away. We can do the laundry all day. <laughs> Honestly, it's like boiling outside. We've just come back from Turkey last week. So we've had piles and piles of washing to do. And it's all washed and dried in a day. But is it put away? No. It's <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> That's the thing. I've only, uh, I've only just about managed to put away the stuff that was in the suitcases that didn't need a wash. The rest yeah. of the stuff is still on my landing, in my bedroom, everywhere else. And you know what? It got, sometimes you just got to manage that way because otherwise you, you drive yourself to insanity. You do. Who wants to put washing away all day? No, no, and you and you very easily, you very easily can actually, as a mom, right, you can be that person who all you do is tidy up after people. And and everyone will let you do it as well because, you know, they'll yeah. be like, oh, mom will handle it, that's fine, right? You, I just, every day I think, if I, if I didn't actually, like, think, nah, I'm not doing any more, I could very easily, every day, the whole day, be just cooking and cleaning, cooking and cleaning, cooking and cleaning. And the house would look great, but I wouldn't do anything else. So, yeah, I think it's that balance, isn't it? finding a balance yeah that's it that's the word I was just going to use um finding a balance that works for you and that balance can look different every single week 
depending what your priorities are, what you want to achieve. And that's where I think mums really lose sight of what's important to them, especially when going into the whole world of business. There's so many other things to achieve other than cleaning and cooking and, you know, keeping the house prim and proper, keeping yourself prim and proper. There's so much more to be achieved that actually it's all those things that are important. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just going to sit here and not clean my house ever. I wish I could... (laughs) I, I hate cleaning. Like, I, I don't like it. And I have to really be in the mood for it. But I'm not just going to not do it. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. live like that either. So you've got to find a balance that works for you. And really be kind to yourself while you're doing that. Mm. And I think that's the key to everything. Be kind to yourself because your body is working with you, not mm. against you. Absolutely. So you really need to, like, harness that and know what you're, A, what you're capable of, B, what mm. your priorities are, C, like, what can wait? Yeah. What can actually wait? Exactly, what can wait. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this book, Women of Influence. So you shared your story in this book as well as, as several other women. So can you tell me a little bit about the book? Yeah, so Women of Influence is, I co-authored in that, so it's multiple chapters of amazing women and it's their obstacles that they've come across when going into business and how they overcame them. For myself, it was a very personal story. Um, My career aspirations, my journey actually started with my mum's journey of going through cancer and battling cancer. Up until then, I was a teacher. I was a secondary school math teacher. I absolutely loved what I was doing and I thought that was my career forever. I didn't think anything else. I just thought, this is what I'm going to do. It works. For me, I, I was so kind of focused on having children and I thought, I'll oh, be a teacher. I'll be able to have holidays off with them. You know, I'd be able to design a life around my children, which I was absolutely fine with. I was like, yeah, more expensive holidays but that's fine like that's a small sacrifice for a bigger vision mm-hmm. um so for me I loved the teaching and I loved what I did um but I was any as any teacher knows what like teaching is not a job it's a lifestyle yeah. I was working 12 13 hours a day bringing home work bringing work home sorry working over weekends and hardly ever seeing my mom who was living with at the time and when my mom got diagnosed with cancer, it was like a slap in the face. Like, what are you doing? You're not valuing your time. I'm, I wasn't valuing my health. I would go days without eating at school because I just genuinely wouldn't have the time. Mm-hmm. And we were short staffed, so I was taking on more than my normal workload. And at the time, I didn't have any real responsibilities. I didn't really have, I didn't have children, didn't have a husband, you know. And so I was like, yeah, I'll do it all. I'll do everything. But I was surviving on 12 cups of coffee a day. You know, so there were other things, other factors that I just wasn't valuing life. Um, I thought I was. I thought, yeah, this is the way to, you know, climb the ladder, get onto a great career, get, you know, increase my salary. Um, I'm going to be amazing at what I do. And I, I, I knew I was a hard worker, so I knew I would get there. I was in mid-management within a year. You know, so I was ticking all the boxes career-wise that I wanted to tick. But what are, what was being sacrificed was life and what was being sacrificed was time with my loved ones. And it really did slap me in the face when my mum got cancer. And I thought I just had to leave that career because I'm an all or nothing kind of person. Like I couldn't just, I couldn't just half-ass it if I'm able to say that. Like I couldn't just give it 50% and do the bare minimum. It wasn't fair on the kids and I didn't feel like it was fair on me to do that as part of my career 
so I left and I thought you know what I've got a maths degree I'll be able to find something else somewhere um I'll find a nine-to-five job in a different career path and that will work better around managing things and still you know climbing corporate ladder whatever it is and that's what I did and really in that book what I talk about is my journey of what I faced since doing that because I fell into like a sales role I didn't have any passion for it it was just a job and what I was seeing around me I became much more aware of my surroundings I think and much more aware of what I was listening to what I was influenced by what my environment was because of this journey that my mum was going through she decided well when she was initially diagnosed she was only given three to six months to live and she just thought you know what I'm not listening to this diagnosis I'm going to do my own research as well she had to have chemotherapy she had no choice but she was like I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep my good cells alive as well and keep myself fighting Mm -hmm. so she went and did her own research around you know nutritional um benefits like juicing supplementation like good energy positive vibrations she did so much stuff for herself and I went on that journey with her looked up so many things with her went to loads of things with her and it taught me so much on the perspective of life and I thought okay wow what I've seen of life so far is like an absolute dot in a massive ocean of what's actually possible and through my mum's journey which was just so inspirational to me she went from a three to six months diagnosis to living on three years and for me that was that was astounding she you know proved the doctors wrong three times over and I thought there's a lot more than what you're told to believe there's a lot more out there and I wanted to just learn more and more and more and through that obviously you face like so many obstacles and I did so many insecurities it was news to me I come from a family of business owners but very much bricks and mortar type businesses not entrepreneurs and so learning a brand new mindset being the first one in my family to do anything like this Mm -hmm. there was a lot of objection that I had to face there was a lot of what are you doing you're well educated just get a job be safe you know you don't want to do this you don't want to delve into that there's no security what are you going to be earning every month it's always going to be up and down what are you going to do when you have children are you going to have a safe and secure salary and it it was just so much to the point where some family members actually tried to tear me down and it's not a nice feeling and I know that they came from a space of wanting to protect me I know that now at the time I thought why are they being so nasty like what's wrong with people but now I see that they they were coming from a place of wanting to protect me and wanting to keep me safe and wanted to help me stay on track this track that they had on in their mind for me Um, and I've had to break away from that a lot with that came cultural differences Um, I'm in a mixed marriage so my husband is Sikh I'm Hindu Um, and both of us have come from families where there's a very open door policy and people could turn up at any time and let me tell you as a child it's great because you have cousins over all the time and like you play all the time and it was amazing and then like working for myself I had to create boundaries like people couldn't just turn up on my doorstep like I don't have time I had to create that time for my business, create that space for my business just because I'm working from home doesn't mean that I'm free. 
so I had to like there was a lot of groundwork to do and that's what I talk about a lot in my book is like those kind of obstacles and overcoming them and what you see around you and breaking away from those social norms yeah yeah absolutely um well that's quite a journey that you've been on yeah and it's yeah yeah wow (laughs) no (laughs) I mean I I kind of I do understand this whole thing of like you know you're working from home and people are like oh well you're not doing much even my own parents have been like well you're at home aren't you with the kids so can you just book all our airline tickets and research this for us and I'm like I don't mind doing that I'll do it but you do yeah. need to know that I've actually I'm, I'm doing things at home like I'm actually yeah. a working mum and yeah. and even and you know what this is valuing ourselves and I know that that's something that you probably cover as well in, in what you say to, to people but valuing ourselves it took me a long time to actually say to myself do you know what I am a working mom I'm not just a mom who does this random side thing because I'm at home even yeah. I even I kind of devalued what I did I was like well I'm just at home I'm just a mom aren't I? I'm just a, a housewife and I just do this little thing on the side and it, you know one of my friends said to me she's like no don't don't say that she's like you're a working mom you are a working mom yeah. and you're you've got a lot to do that you're doing so that's I think yeah. that's quite important as well isn't it putting value yeah and it's that transition of um learning to treat this side thing whatever it is that you're doing learning to treat it as a main source of income and not just a hobby yes you know because that mindset is they're two completely different mindsets you know just doing things if you're even saying to yourself then just i'm just doing this thing on the side you're already like making it small scale Mm-hmm. Whereas what you probably want to really do is make it huge. Like you'd be the happiest person ever yeah. making it huge, right? So why suppress yourself? And we do that all the time as as moms. I think you do it even more because you're so used to doing that. You think, oh, I'm doing it for my children, or I'm doing it for my husband, or, I'm doing it for my family. But it becomes an excuse that we use to suppress our own dreams because there's fears there, and we need to really unearth those fears and deal with them to move yeah. forward to grow absolutely how can we kind of stay on track with stuff though because I think that you know sometimes obviously life as you know yourself from what you've been through with your mom and things can happen in life and they derail us they can actually derail us um and how can we kind of stay on track with stuff that we want to achieve um die rise die rise die rise die rise um I'm a massive fan of scheduling and organizing and I think it's like an essential thing that we all need to do mother or not mother you know man or woman whatever I think everybody in their lives has to organize themselves and yes it takes some effort on the front end especially if it's not something that you're used to it takes some effort on the front end to a work out what works for you and b do it at a time that works for you as well so one of my biggest achievements over the last few years and something that was very different for me was meal planning like it was such a massive thing come again I come from a family who are like every morning is like what do you want to eat every morning and that was just like the conversation of the day and it used to drive me up the wall because I used to say to my mom whatever you want to make you know I used to hear my dad go oh whatever you want to make and like I really didn't care but I now understand as a mother myself understand the challenges of wanting to make something for everybody that everyone's going to be happy with and also it ticks all the boxes in terms of nutritional like making sure that your family are eating healthy all that kind of jazz right there's just so much going on in our head and the funny thing is the other week my husband attempted to take over on the meal planning and I was like you do realize you can't just like 
write down a bunch of meals that you want to eat you need to work out what the kids are eating when we actually have time to cook it what the shopping list is going to be and he's like whoa, whoa whoa hold on so you're telling me I can't just write down in a bunch of meals that I want to eat I was like no there's there's other things that logically fit into this and he was like okay I'll leave that with you then <laughs> because I, yes front end it takes a lot of thinking but once you get into it, it's creating new habits for yourself once you get into that habit of doing it you make life so much easier for yourself and I have saved myself so much time by just meal planning every month I meal plan for the month I do my shopping majority of my shopping for the month so that the weekly shop is just the fresh veg um milk and bread Mm -hmm. sort of thing and it's literally saved me so many hours in the week I'm talking hours in the week so you need to find what it is that you're spending so much time doing that you can actually condense make more efficient as a process that's what I like doing is like creating more efficient processes whether that be in business life whatever that everything kind of has to align together mm-hmm. and that that's the key especially when you're a mom that's the key is aligning everything from kids and life and personal life to business because if they're not aligned you're always going to be that the two areas of your life are always going to be in battle with each other and that's not a nice place to be in it really isn't so yeah it's, it's just finding what works and, and creating efficient processes and where can people get more info about you? Where can they get more, more? Let's let's do the book as well, but but about you and also and what mm-hmm. you offer and how you can help people. Where can they find out more about you? Just give yourself a little plug. Yeah, so um, my main, uh, well, my website is about to be launched next month. So that is about to, the best way to get in touch with me at the moment is through social media. So it's Instagram is where I practically live. Um, and at the moment, I've been doing one-to-one business strategies and um, business strategy calls. So people have been reaching out to me and that works well around my little one. What I am going to be launching is a time management mastery workbook. So that will cover a lot of what I was saying in terms of creating efficient processes and making things a lot easier for you to manage week to week, day to day, month to month, year to year even. Um what will be coming by the end of the year, I haven't got a month for it yet, but it is coming very soon, is a My Purpose project, something we touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. How do you find your purpose? It's going to be a 21-day guided program. And it's going to be, um, it's going to give people basically clarity on their business direction or the business idea that they needed. Um, how to get really, really clear on like personal and professional goals and how to align them. And it will be given like action points, check-ins, accountability, all that kind of stuff to be able to create that community vibe, uh, bounce off each other to help each other. Um, but yeah, we'll build like a, a clear plan on the next steps in business. The 21 days isn't very long, but hopefully it'll give a good solid foundation for, for anybody who's either starting up or just needs to revisit that area to, to notice where the obstacles are to overcome them. And um, the strategy calls that I'm doing, they're called Baby to Booming Business Strategies. So Baby Businesses to Booming Businesses is what I want to, I want to create that link, that bridge, because it's a mindset growth, it's a personal growth, and it's a professional growth. Mm -hmm. It's all three in one. Um, In terms of the strategy calls, though, we really focus on one particular area at a time. And we get really, really, really clear on 
what that ideal business and lifestyle looks like and how it can be achieved through the goals that we go through on this strategy call. And so creating a clear 90 day plan, next step, what tools are needed Mm -hmm. and any future obstacles that might be coming up, learning how to deal with those creative, actual, actual strategies on how to deal with those so that they can be applied, not just to the ones that come up in the call, but future ones that will come up again and again. Because I truly believe in giving people the tools to be able to use and apply in other places. Um, and yeah, like just helping people with the accountability through that as well. That That is a one-off strategy call. And then I'll be in touch over the 90 days to make sure people are on track. So those are my three main offerings. Of course, on top of that, I give out a shed load of free content mm. and a shed load of free advice because I just love what I do. And I think there's just so much out there that can be shared. And if any of these three things I offer is not for somebody yes or maybe they're very early on starting out then they don't need to kind of go for a particular thing to get advice off me I have so many conversations with people and all they need is that little word of advice and that's what helps them so just remind us of your Instagram handle again it's Zena Kula there's only one of me in the world so yeah it's just at Zena Kula um yeah, grateful for my mum and dad for giving me a unique name. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And and the book Women of Influence, that's available on Amazon, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. And all major bookstores, so Waterstones, okay. Beaver Brook. I start I started um, reading it. Amazon. Yeah. I started reading it actually. It's really good, really inspirational and yeah. so nice to kind of just see the journey that women have been on. So um, I think I'm reading yeah. the one about uh the spiritualist uh woman at the moment. I can't remember her name. Uh, Ella or something like that but um but yeah it, it's a good book it's a really really good book yeah so I'll, I'll get to good. your bit as well but Zina um okay. thank you so much I really appreciate you coming on the sisterhood Thanks, of Money Perfect to share what you do your business and how to help other women uh, from baby to business so um listen thank you for listening um follow me on the sisterhood of mommy and perfect actually it's not the sisterhood it's just at sisterhood of mommy and perfect um and you can also follow me on um at rena d annabelle as well please do share this podcast because it's growing but um i do need you to write nice reviews and share it with people until next time take care bye